everybody. Welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to today's episode. If this is the first time you're visiting us, well, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be with us. And if you are returning, I just want to say welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be here with us again. And thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing the podcast information. I've heard some great, wonderful things that people are sharing back with me. So keep it coming, guys. Keep it coming. I appreciate it all. Um, so as you guys know, I sponsor all of this myself. So thank you to Divine Nubian Essentials, who has been hopefully helping, hopefully continuing to help. I don't know why I said helpful when it's all my business, funneling back and forth encircling around each other but um i want to thank those who supported and continue to support the company divine nubian essentials because it allows me to continue to do the things that i'm doing as far as putting out information to the community and supporting others in the community and helping our community grow and also providing um better care for our skin and our hair as well. So I think those who have been supporting and continue to support, um, we have some new product lines coming down very soon. So um, keep an eye out. And also thank you to those students who reached out to Collins Education Resource Management who were looking for assistance in continuing their healthcare education, whether it's being a CNA, um, certified nursing assistant, certified medical assistant, or being an LPN, RN. Um, I even help students who are continuing on in their bachelor's and master's. Um, since I am an acute care nurse practitioner, I do have that ability. So um, if you need those assistance, I am here for you, and I appreciate those who have reached out. And also, if you need any community speaking engagements, I am also there out there to do that as well, especially when it comes to health education of the black and brown community, as well as diversity, equity, and inclusion, especially towards the LGBT and trans community. So um, thank you to everybody out there. I appreciate you all. Um, so one more shout out. Well, actually two more. Well, one more. Um, thank you to uh, Unapologetically Beast uh, also for supporting our show and again uh, Victoria is Thompson is the owner and creator of Unapologetic Beast and um, a great supporter of the Soulful Eclectic and um, I just want to throw a shout out to her as well because as she says we're just winging this shit yeah we're just winging it but you know today I want to talk about boundaries like how do we begin to really set up those boundaries how do we really begin to think about what i identify that's what i think the word i want to how do we identify what we consider crossing boundaries for us as individuals and i know it's all different for each and every one of us but i think we we should sit down and and sit with this for a moment if we can right so today i, I do want to take this moment to kind of just sit down and um process boundaries so so what is what is boundaries right given setting limitations on what it is and what you will accept from a job a person a relationship a friendship whatever interaction you have what are your boundaries even your boundaries with your your 
fur babies, right? And your children, we all need boundaries. So what are your boundaries? We, you know, as parents, we're so keen on setting those boundaries for our kids. Like, okay, you're, you're allowed to do this, but you can't do this. Accept this, but don't accept this. But when it comes to us as adults, now that we are all grown up and stuff, we neglect to set those boundaries for ourselves or we let those boundaries get blurred, those those lines get blurred. And then we find ourselves in situations where now how do we backtrack from those boundaries? And I think that's how a lot of us lose. I don't want to say lose because if a person was your friend, um, then you didn't lose them. Um, but if a person was um, an associate, then, hey, that wasn't truly a friendship, right? It was an associate um, kind of thing. So I use friends loosely. Uh, my friends are going to be those individuals I call my sisters and my brothers. Those are my family, plain and simple. If I consider you somebody that I call a friend, your family. I'm concerned about you. We're, I'm checking in with you r- routinely and seeing how things are going. Um, even if that time slips by and it's a long time, I we can pick up where we left off kind of thing. And to me, that is a friendship. That's a bond. That's a sister brotherhood that we have. Um, and I respect that because we all have lives that we're living and we all have things that are, is happening in our lives. So therefore, there's going to be a there's bound to be a, an amount of time that will pass that we are, we're not going to speak. OK, so that that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying those friendships that can be cut or those ties that can be cut between people so easily and it not even phase you, those kinds of friendships. I mean, and I don't want to say it doesn't phase you because we, we have feelings, right? So any any type of loss, we're going to to mourn it on some, some levels, right? So, um, but yeah, so anyways, I digress as I normally do. These boundary lines, how do we maintain them? How do we identify them? How do we negotiate them for ourselves so that we can, we know when, when they're being crossed and we can address it as soon as possible. How, how do we do that? Where does that take place? How how do we make this happen? Right? So that's where I am right now trying to figure out those boundaries. And, um, it came to mind because I find that I'm pulled in many directions lately. And this is not a first for me. Many who know me know that I'm always tasked with 50 million things I'm doing in my life. Um, that it, it's for one reason or another. Some short term, some is long term. Some is long term. So um, it just varies on the day and and what's being done. But I find that now, um, I guess I'm paying attention more to what's being asked of me from other individuals and. I now have found that I need to really set boundaries, um, whereas I didn't think I needed to do that before. And it's it's disheartening, I think, for me, because I never want to not do anything for anyone. Like, if it's within my power to help, I want to be able to help. But I think um, navigating limitations on that is where I am getting a little fuzzy, Right. And I know most of us do. That's why I said, let me let me pose this out to the crowd. You know, we all have these things that we're doing in life and it it does get fuzzy and we we have to figure out how how to make it work for us so that we're maintaining our boundaries and getting our needs met and also maintaining 
friendships. Now, if your friendships and, and things are based on what you're giving that person, then is it truly a friendship? Is it a give and take kind of friendship? That kind of thing. If you find that you're giving more than the other person, I mean, I, I try not to base things on that because sometimes some people need a little more than you do and, and vice versa. So it doesn't mean that you care, they care any less, but it guess is me, I guess for me is that individual, though these individuals, anybody that is posing on you, identifying that um, maybe they shouldn't be putting that much on you. I guess that's where I'm going with that. Um, if that makes sense. It's like they know that I shouldn't be asking this of you whether or not it's in your realm of realm of possibilities or not, but this kind of thing. But anyways, trying to figure out those boundaries. How do you navigate them? Where do you start to say, okay, listen, I see where you are. I'm not ready to be there with you, or I don't want to be there with you. So how do you navigate that whole conversation with not only the individual, but with yourself, right? Because you don't want to look like a jackass or be negative, but you also want to look out for yourself. And sometimes looking out for yourself makes it look like you're being a complete asshole when you're not, when you're just taking accountability of what it is that you're going to tolerate um, from not only somebody else, but from yourself, right? Because we got a, a level of BS that comes with ourselves that we either can continue to tolerate or you know, move on and, and learn different ways. So um, setting up those boundaries are not only for somebody else, but for yourself as well. Like I'm really considering changing a lot of things about me and about how I navigate friendships and companionships, because it's like I give, 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 and not saying that the other person does not either, but is again, taking accountability of self. I can't take accountability for somebody else and what they do. That's their job. I can't see myself saying, well, I can't keep doing that for them because that's, again, me not looking out for me. That's me thinking of that other person. Um, but honestly, I, I self-care, as I always say, self-care is not selfish and I need to take my own advice. And we are also always out there giving advice. So it's not even just me taking my own advice. It's Look at how we advise our friends and family members and we give all this great um, knowledge out, but we don't take it for ourselves. So now I'm sitting back and taking account of me and the amount that I have and continue to give out to others at the expense of myself. And um, it's going to sound harsh on some levels, but... I'm going to start saying no a little bit more and try not to feel guilty about it. <laughs> I know I said try, right? Um, because you always have a level of guilt when you tell somebody no, that you don't want to do something for them. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to start saying that because I find that I'm doing more for other people collectively and neglecting me, neglecting me. And then when I fall short on doing something for somebody else, um, it, it, it adds to my stress level because I never want to not deliver for somebody and, you know, but it still takes away from me. So it's just that level of boundaries that we have to set. And I figure that um, if I am struggling with that, that 
maybe there's somebody else that's out there that's struggling with trying to maintain those boundaries, build those boundaries, identify what those boundaries are, whatever it may be. So um, if you have some ideas, definitely do share and I will post them on the uh, webpage and uh, see what we can get. But I just, I don't know. It's It's got to be a better way to maintain relationships and friendships without feeling like you're giving, giving, giving all the time. And it, it, it just could just be the moment, honestly. Um, and, and not saying that there's one thing that was a catalyst to this conversation. It wasn't. It was just me taking accountability of my life at the moment where it is. Um, that's what that was. It's just me being accountable for me and figuring out what I want it to look like for me. And what it is, is just right now, I find that at this moment of this accountability check, I'm doing a lot for everybody else, which means my stuff is falling by the wayside. And I can't allow that to happen. There are things that I need to finish, like getting my podcast out in a timely fashion. I, you know, I fall short on that because I'm picking up stuff for everybody else and always being present for them. Um, so, you know, it's just those things that I feel like is now, um, building for me. Um, but yeah, so it's just those things. So how do you begin to build those boundaries? And I don't know what this click is that's happening with my computer. I think Apple was trying to kill my computer. Please do not. I cannot afford another laptop, so it better not kill my computer. But I apologize for that little click that's happening in between. Uh, segments. Uh, it's it's weird, but it surfaces when I'm taping. So I apologize. Um, but anyway, yeah. So how do you, how do we start to build that level of boundaries for ourselves? Like we as parents are so good at it. What is that about? I think like, we are amazing at setting boundaries with our children. It's like, no, you can't go out after this hour. This is what you have to do. The, the, it, it, it's it's easier. I don't know if it's easier or not, but it just seems like it's easier to set boundaries with our children. But when we become adults, we have this fear of rejection, fear of disappointment of somebody else. And then for me, it's like one of these things, my word is my bond. If I say I'm going to do something for you, then I need to complete that. So for me, I I have ad- identified that I really need to take accountability of where I am at the moment when people ask me for things and really give a solid yes or no if I am able to complete that without overstretching myself and what it is that I'm doing. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that I have when I'm sitting here looking at this whole accountability check for myself. Um And, you know, my husband and I are sitting down uh, these couple of days, actually, we plan on this weekend to really sit down and look at our lives and where we see our lives at as a unit and as an individual, because we 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 are on this hamster wheel. um, And I'm I'm sure we are not the only ones that are on this hamster wheel, but we're all uh, we are all on this hamster wheel of life where we just do the same mundane things over and over again to achieve what what is the goal we're trying to achieve and this is where i start to take it into making it a mind map kind of thing okay in the middle what is my goal 
Now branch off, how am I gonna achieve this goal? What do I need to do to get this goal? These kind of things. So I find myself mind mapping my life all the time at different stages, like moving here, I, I have my vision board. Now I'm looking at the vision board. My vision has changed since moving here. So now I have to recalibrate that. And then what boundaries do I need to set to achieve that goal? Um, those Some of those goals on that vision board, if not all those goals on the vision board, because when I put stuff on my vision board, I intend to achieve all of those things. All right. So that that's it. How and what in what order? I have no idea. Usually I give myself like a five year plan on what it is I want to do. This time I didn't give any <laughs> denomination of a year. I just was like, I just want to do this. This is where I see my life going. And honestly, I am going to be 50 in a few years. And I'm like, this hamster wheel is not the thing for me. It's not the jive for me. I want to enjoy my life. I want to do some really cool things in my life. And that means travel, being in, in, in feature films, being in a sitcom, and not just being in the sitcom as an extra. I plan to be have a, a starring role or a signature or a supporting role that is uh, significant, right? They're not going to just hire me and kill me off in the first 10 minutes of the movie or the first five minutes of the show or show it, it, it or what is it like law and order or, or CSI or something like that. When the show starts, you are the dead body. I, I don't want that role. I want a role where I am walking, talking, speaking for a great amount of time. It doesn't have to be the whole time, but I want a good supporting role. That's, that's, that's what I'm seeing for myself. So what boundaries do I need to set to put in the work to get there is how I'm looking at a lot of these things that I am navigating in life, you know? And I'm sitting here finishing my doctorate, looking at my section one on this doctorate, um, my doctoral thesis, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this far, it's amazing. Now I just need to finish it because I see that pinhole of a light shining through and I'm getting closer and closer, so I need to really set boundaries so I can finish that. So I am taking accountability of self, pretty much in a nutshell. I'm sorry, I got really passionate there for a moment. I apologize. Actually, no, I don't apologize. I was very passionate about that because it is important to me. Um, I, I don't like starting something and not finishing everything in my life. I have started and finished. Um, so this is not going to be any different. And I'm so close and I'm going to finish. So, um, yeah, so I'm just setting up boundaries. So back to the beginning of this whole conversation. How do we begin to navigate setting boundaries with ourselves, with our family, with our friends, with our mates? You know, because even that we set, we have to set boundaries, right? Otherwise we're giving, giving, giving. So how do we set boundaries to kind of check in with ourselves? So for me, it looks like me stopping and writing down what my accountability is for me and what my boundaries would be for me. And then how do I achieve it? You know, sometimes it is saying, no, I can't do it. And you don't have to give an excuse when you say no. If it's no, it's no. Why is it that as women, as as human women, um, human beings, I don't want to just say human women because what, it's not animals or anything like that, but as humans, 
why do we feel like we have to give an excuse on or an explanation, not excuse, an explanation on why we're saying no to something? We don't give an explanation. We say yes. If we say yes, it's like, okay, yes, I'm going to do it. Um, We don't give an explanation like, yes, I'm going to do it, but, you know, I'm going to do it this time. No, we just say, yes, I'll do it. But when we say no, it's always, no, I'm sorry. Um, I have this, 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 or whatever to do, or something else is in the place. We always give an explanation. So I'm going to task myself and everyone else out there, men or women, that now when you say no, just say no. Don't follow it up with an apology. Don't follow it up with an explanation. No is no. And then move on. So let me know how that goes. I'll let you know. So with that, I want to thank you all for taking your time to spend with me and listen to my rhetoric about setting boundaries. And if you do have any information to share on what has worked for you or what you're trying to do for you to set boundaries and be better self-carers for yourself, let me know. I would love to hear it. And in the meantime, I would love to give thanks to all of you. I also want to give thanks to my supporters who are out there um, listening and not just, uh, and those are the ones that are, you know, heavily supporting like the, the, the shout outs I give in the beginning. And also I would love to thank um, my lovely creator of my soundtrack, my dear best friend, my sister, Nikki Lovelocks. Love you, sis. And I appreciate you so much for your support and also your contribution to the soundtrack. And I look forward to hear what you have coming up next. So, um, and if you guys haven't heard Nikki Lovelocks in her beautiful voice, you can find her on, on the SoundCloud. All right. So thank you guys so much. Thank you again to my lovely um, supporters, Unapologetically Beast, Divine Nubian Essentials, and Collins Education Resource Management, as well as a likely mention of Kingdom Restoration. Uh, so thank you so much again. I appreciate you all. Take care of yourself and each other. Namaste. Uh-huh.